This is MMA Love, Love from America, the last voice for the learned hardcore MMA fan. And uh, th there are not many hardcore MMA fans left. We we lose them over time. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. With me is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend, the man who tries to sell his bullet Valentina card. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna sell for <laughs> yeah. sixty sixty eight dollars. It might that might be a little low, but you know, God take damn. what we can get. We <laughs> we never tire in the fifth round, and we had a bonkers fight week, and we watched all this shit for you, <laughs> so that you don't have to. <laughs> and this is the squat dance kickboxing business episode, Luke. Boxing business. Why the fuck are we doing this today? Uh, well, we're either doing it for kickboxing or we're doing it for, oh, we got a Shevchenko update. It's up to 155. Uh, we're doing it steam. either. Oh yeah. Picking up steam, getting noticed on Instagram, kickboxing. Let's say we're doing it for kickboxing, even though we're really doing it for little taste for the thirst squad. Hey, yeah. Hey, look, a, a not so wise man once said, you fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. And he, and he is so goddamn right. It's it's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Amongst a lot of kickboxing circle jerking today, <laughs> we try to talk about uh, UFC Fight Night Aspen Lad versus Norma Dumont. Dana White Houston I Contender Series one first strike. Bellator two sixty eight Anglicus versus Nemkov. You have a small blurb on the Lux Fight League 17 from Monterrey, Mexico. Monterrey, Mexico. And we'll preview UFC Fight Night Costa versus Vittori. Um, at least that's the plan. Of, of course, we oh, won't shit. we won't make it through all of the, this. But I'd I mean, better do do the podcast topology thing and open that card and look at it. Yes. Do you want Do you want to start with the Lux Fight League 17 from Monterrey, Mexico? Yes, it was. Uh, I believe it was Friday night, and it was just. It was our. It was my Friday night entertainment. Uh, Lux is funny. The first time I ever watched Lux, it was like a, I turned it on on Fight Pass, and it was like a, a club scene going with a bunch of lights and a, a DJ booth and and like sparkles and shit. And I had no idea what was going on. And then the cage, they oh, they brought the lights back up and had more fights. So they they got back to their roots in this event and they had a nice dj intermission for like 30 minutes <laughs> as soon as yeah, soon was, as, as there fun. is a yeah as soon as there is a dj and things are sparkling during fight events you you got my heart you won over my heart the 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 uh the, there was some discussion of the uh the ring girl attire she was in a gown but she had like goth boots from hot topics so that that was also fun uh gold gloves starchings everything uh lux lux is is a very probably specific taste where it's like lower level local mma but i think there was a lux guy it maybe he was on contenders last week and got a contract so like good fighters do come out of there it's fun to watch if you have you know if you don't have a dual double header cffc event with CM Punk and John Morgan going that weekend, it's fun to watch some Lux. Get your MMA on on Friday night. Wait, is is Lux on on Fight Pass? I think so. 
It is. Yes, yeah. Very good. Yeah. That that is that is something to to watch for the learned hardcore MMA fans. I couldn't watch it this week because I had to watch a lot of other shit. But always well, you are you are on kickboxing duty this week. Yes. You were reporting. You were in our in our um, operation we run here over at the Loft Studios. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I got kickboxing duty this week. I got Bellator duty. <laughs> do you want to do you want to go into Bellator? Who got whose brain got more mushed? I mean, you talk about <laughs> your brain. mine. Yeah, you talk Did about you? okay. You talk about your brain getting turned into yogurt a lot, and I I think we're getting there. I think before this year is over, I think we got you. Bellator, I think we, Bellator, I think we, like like it's it's funny because you like you set your expectations to a certain level, and then if they are exceeded, and you are just over the moon happy about it. You start watching Bellator prelims, and you're having a good fucking time, man. We got we got Benson Henderson's wife opening the card, fighting for free. Uh, that is actually which is, that is actually so insane. It's tragic and insane, yes. but also bonkers funny at the same time. Yeah. You know? Is it so, though? Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, it kind of is because she signed the contract to fight for free while her husband was third from the top of the card, and she could have just turned pro. She's a very good uh, uh, jujitsu player, is my understanding at least. Um, and and showed it in this got a fast tap, uh, but yeah, for free, a second amateur fight is the, and it's like and they're like saying that like it's a good thing on the broadcast. I'm like, Big John, maybe it's not. Maybe it's fucking tragic, man. <laughs> Look, it's not uncommon that that you have on on, on these local rinky dink shows and, and some of the shows I attend that there is a. An undercard consisting of amateur fights because these dorks want to walk yes. out to some music and to some disco and to some some laser oh, yeah. show, um, and they fight for free, oh, of yeah. course. But I mean, we're not talking some rinky-dink um, show here. We're talking about Bellator, which is we're considered talking about top third or five fourth or largest, third or fourth largest MMA promotion. In the I world. think I think Coker should, should get a lot of shit for this, but obviously he won't. <laughs> I, it's like, like, and, but it's like, there's, there's stuff like that happens, right? Like, oh, well, well, we'll give Benson this much more money for this fight here and, you know, or whatever. Like there's, there's, of, of course there is shenanigans and chicanery in the background that could happen. So she says it's an amateur fight, but really, you know, Benson got paid an extra 12 grand to do his fight or whatever. Yeah, That's we, had, fine. we had some but, shuffling, we had some shuffling really, at the top of this, of this cart, like, we had Nemkov and Johnson and Anglicus and Albrechtson who got cancelled and shuffled around because I think Anthony Johnson suffered something again. Yeah, they're calling it an ins- they're calling it I illness, but I mean, uh, well, I, who knows, man? Because who, they're just calling it shit. Who knows? Um, tell us, tell us some highlights of this card, pal. The undercard was fun as hell, man. Like, and and it's probably most of it's probably free on YouTube for you Americans, but. You Americans can go and 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 become a, a neighbor of someone in Singapore on a VPN and watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's great. Um, just like Gibson Jr. was on it, got held down an entire round and then came back and won. Great comeback by by him. Uh, there was a knee bar, a weird tweaky knee bar in one of the undercard fights, and then you get to the main you get to the main card, which is when I expect Bellator to Bellator and the light heavyweight fights to be like point fighting faint show for like 35 minutes right 
but it didn't. Corey Anderson. Uh, just, 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 just huge slip and fucking rip on Ryan Bader. He teed the Ortiz. He teed the Ortiz Ryan Bader again. <laughs> and, and, and his, his. Okay, <laughs> there's there's a lot to unpack here. Actually, the promo package was Corey Anderson is a hunter now. He's hunting deers with a bow and arrow. And Ryan Bader also shoots a bow and arrow. So I dubbed this the best arrow shooter Bellator belt in Bellator. And Corey Anderson won it. Uh, The promo package was them talking about how it's just like shooting arrows, fighting, or whatever. Mm, Of course, it is. Like chess. Yeah, it's like chess. Yes, it's like Fighting arrows is like chess. chess. Mm-hmm. So oh, then, no. and then he he this gigantic fucking slip and rip over over the top right hand. I think ground and pound gets him out of there, and then just jumps up on the the cage and screams at the crowd, "What the hell is wrong with me?" And starts <laughs> doing like cage push ups. Well, I love it when Corey Anderson gets excited, man. That it's dude, that that dude had some brutally intense ground and pound man that that was like mm-hmm. that dude that dude wanted to end ryan bader he got it done and there and the, and that's and that's Corey anderson with a buddy johnny walker is when Corey anderson doesn't like somebody <laughs> don't don't move to spg then Corey anderson yeah don't yeah, stay. stay 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 where, where you're you whatever you do you now. Are, man. you're doing good doing good yeah, he ran. He ran over Bader. I'm, I'm actually impressed, but that Bader made it so long as a champ and, and as a high level fighter because I, I think Bader is also fighting forever. It seems Corey Anderson too, but he he came a bit into himself and yeah, the overhand and and the, the intense ground and pound. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The 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 main event was Nemkov versus Anglicus, and Anglicus did very good, but then. Got a knockdown in the first, knocked Nemkov down, but then Nemkov just put a fucking beating on him uh, until finally going, doing weird things, looking for arm bars that weren't really there, but still just putting a fucking beating on Anglicus and then snatching a Kimura in round four. It was a, it was an interesting fight because Nemkov got caught in the in the beginning, and I was kind of like that. I didn't expect any of that, but. Yeah, Anglicus was, mean, no, no. was a late replacement. I think he had 10 days or so to take this fight. And he, mm-hmm. he said that he will go in there and just and just wing it. And it almost worked. So it did. It did almost work. And 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 it also because of the knockdown, somehow that like that made this main event that's coming now of Anderson versus Nemkov like way more compelling yeah, to me. Absolutely. That is a good fight. You know that I is mean? a that is a high level, like a top five fight you can make it at light heavyweight at the moment. But it not like it doesn't even matter what the promotion is. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. These so guys congrats are, to well, Bellator for having one um one fight that matters. Now I'm going to go ahead and just tell you the, the best part, the thing we love the most about uh-huh. Bellator. Tell me. Sumiko Anaba, Lady Samurai. Yes. You going told, for it. Yeah, I mean, look, you told me you told me to watch this fight before because I couldn't watch it. And uh, I just heard, I, I, I fast-forwarded a bit too much on that thing I found and just heard her <laughs> scream her lungs out after she <laughs> finished Randy Field, which is like... 
that was primal man that was good uh, yes <laughs> yes she is uh she's she is uh from maui uh we have uh we have some we have our our the whole hawaiian contingent in our chat uh saying she's good she's from maui we have the hardcore watching so much mma their brain leaks uh canadians in our chat saying they really like anaba's outfit i kind of do too and i wanted to like let's talk about anaba's outfit for a second does having an extremely disorienting outfit help you in a bellator fight i told you before Maybe. that i told you before that i see i could see people wearing this this outfit to the to to a night out at the lava shack <laughs> I mean, for, for the fight, though, look, it, she submitted Randy Field quite fast. I think Randy Field got got her bell rung before she... Rand, she Randy got whooped. Because she, as, as soon as he, she was on the ground, she looked like she's, she's never been on the ground. She put up her wrong leg up. Sumika could like really, really easy pass her guard mm-hmm. and arm triangle her. But uh, do, we have, like do we have something in Sumiko here? Are you sure? Is it like... Oh, we have something in Bellator for sure. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's be honest. I have no idea if we have anything like in like a in like a future contender in the UFC or anything like that. But I mean, she the, almost the, she almost things, all of her fights she wins by by some sort of of a of strikes or or um, arm bars, punches, ref stoppages, ground and pound. She whoops her, on people. F- first three fights, she she wins um, quite dominant. She, she fought in cowboy fight series, which yes, never <laughs> war in the valley. Oh my god, Maui FC, very good. Listen, I'll tell you the things I noticed that like make me think. I hope make me hope is she goes really hard. Yeah, that, I like she that. She seems to keep a gas tank for sure. So far, anyway, and she doesn't seem to mind getting hit. Yes, she's right in there, but. She also seems like she does get hit, and I didn't feel like she got she, like her head moved very much. But I don't like no striking really, so that could just be me making shit up. Um, was Randy a good opponent? Um, maybe not. But, yeah, but they were both like it was. It was Anaba's second pro fight, so it's like yeah, of or course, maybe third. Maybe she was fighting in Bellator as an amateur too. Maybe it works out for people. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that is so ugly. That you make that that you try to make money off of off of amateurs on your nationally televised biggest one of the biggest fight leagues in the world, backed by one of the biggest networks in the world with just, a just lot of using, fucking money, and you don't pay a fighter on your card. It's ridiculous. Using these women to reel in the thirst squad. Just, just capitalism and end times, man. End time shit. Listen Late that. stage capitalism shit. Any anything else on, on Bellator that stood out to you? No, it was the best. I loved it. It was the it was the best card of the weekend. I Don't was, at me. Yeah, I was quite surprised <laughs> that Dovlechan Yakshi Muradov lost against Karl Albrechtson. Can I can I be surprised by that? You can be surprised by that, but I wasn't. I was picking King Carl. However, I did miss those two fights, and I'm probably no okay. the worst, none the worse for it. I mean, Albrechtson he, he lost to Prohatska. In, in Rising, that was. Mm-hmm. I lost against Phil Davis, which is no shame because Phil Davis, you can think about Phil Davis whatever you want to, but that dude is, is a tough out for anyone. Um, so I was I was quite surprised that he decided that dude. But 
looks good. So Bellator is a, yeah, Bellator is, is something you'd you'd recommend. I I feel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Not as hard as I would recommend a BKFC, but getting there for yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, I'd recommend it harder than I'd recommend most of the UFC card. Let's um, uh, let's have a short interlude. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. <laughs> That, that is that is true for Bellator as well, uh, but as as you taunted the UFC for another fight night, um, another podcast coined the term. Um, what is that? J J S F? Just some fights, or what is the expression? Yes, just yes. I think yeah, the CME podcast. They, just some fights, and, and I mean yeah. Look, this fight night. Again, as as the fight night last week. I still listen. I still like Saturday Night Contenders series more, though. I think we should use that. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> this fight night here, this fight night got a lot of flack from. It did. Like the whole had, week, had, people. It, had, were, it was so good, though. People were hating on this fight night card here because they they don't know any of the names, of course. <laughs> I mean, who can blame them? I don't. I don't care, man. I watch. I I just watch. I watch. I like fights and try to like try fights. to enjoy it. I mean, if if I don't enjoy a fight, I I fast forward. But there was actually a lot of finishes and a lot of good fights on this card as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no it's no must watch TV, um, but but I mean, why not? <laughs> let's go. Let's go into Dude. the card. Dive into the card. Do you want to start on the top or on the bottom? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna start on the bottom because yeah. things that I loved were so close to the bottom. Of course. Let's uh, let's go. Dana Batgarel, Batgare. Yeah, they they all the they all learned Jones. his pronounce. They learned to pronounce his name, and they were very and proud. Now, Emma, and now I have to learn, but that's fine. Yeah. Dana, small cage Dana. Where are my fucking Dana cards, Panini? Yeah, God you. damn it! Where, the where are these best. cards? I have seen this guy. I saw him live at two forty-eight. I was probably the only person in the arena because he opened the card. Smashing Guido Canetti with a left hook. Goes back, goes into the UFC, comes back, smashes another dude with a left hook. Smashes Davis in this fight with a right hook. This guy, keep this guy in the small cage. Dana Batgare. Defeated Batgare. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know the pronunciation. I have to hear it from himself. But that dude sent Brandon Davis into the fucking shadow realms. Um, it's It was a bantamweight fight. It, it, he he TKO'd him in the first. Um, Batgarel is now has now three first round finishes by KO TKO, like one in three minutes, one in fifty seconds, one in two minutes. Um, hooks from hell. He throws only hooks. I think he baits out some yes. of the reactions with with um, with these hooks and then finishes with some knees and more strikes. And what I'm what I'm most impressed by th- that dude is a bantamweight, like. He can generate legit power at bantamweight, which is so awesome to see because bantamweight fights are awesome, but sometimes you you like a bit of that that final that final killing power. Let's say dudes bang on each other for three five round minutes or for five five round minutes, and they just they just batter. But this dude can finish people. I is. love it, man. Mm-hmm. Me too. Very good fight. Awesome to see. Watch, watch that dude. You can, you can watch his last three fights just, just in sequence, and you will be very pleased, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and you can and you can still have time to to grab a snack after. 
Because it don't take long. No, it doesn't take long. He's like he, he he gives you he gives you all you need within minutes. How often um how often do you think that a dude gets kicked in the balls three times or two or three times and then uh comes back for a TKO win? Look, I mean <laughs> it happens. It happens. It shouldn't do Try dick kick to TKO Silva. Bruno. Just that. <laughs> this dude's a badass. Andrew Sanchez versus Bruno Silva was the, uh, the fight. Bruno Silva mm-hmm. defeated Sanchez via, via KO in, in the third. I mean, he was like. He, let's first first give props to Keith Peterson, my man, with a very good stoppage. Because first I, I looked at this and said, why is he stopping that already? But like Andrew Sanchez was done. He was out on the feet. I, I'm always skeptical when, when you see someone stop a fight when they both sta- standing. Um, the fight was a, a grapple galore thing. It's exhausting. It's tough. It's grueling. It exhausted Sanchez. And Sanchez was not was not fighting smart. He he didn't pick his his shots very intelligently. But it, well, he picked he picked one intelligent one when he was super body. tired. He just winged another kick yeah. into the dick. Silva Silva <laughs> at that point was just like shaking his head, like what the fuck, man. <laughs> body shots, body shots, shots and uppercuts though sealed the deal. Um, yeah, like that's that's <laughs> that's insane. That comeback is insane. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, it was on my list of things I loved. That's two of mine. Do you have a list of of things you loved? Yeah, look, I, uh, I mean, I watched I watched the whole event. We have Ariane Carnelosi versus Estela Nunes. Uh, Estela Nunes got got sopped in the third. Look, I mean, <laughs> Carnelosi works out, man. Yeah, dude, never skips bicep day, man. Never. No. Maybe maybe it's all she does. No, you know what? Maybe I scored the I scored those two rounds for Nunes too. Did you? Yeah, they were uh, they were both fouling their asses off, going yeah, for the I eyes. Mean, yeah, like, Keith Peterson. Like, Keith Peterson should have taken points, mess. like at least for the fence grabbing, and not even a warning. I don't know what he was doing there. I mean, you had a bit of fence grabbing, bit of cheating, bit of just wailing when while they were moving in. Bit of eye pokes, little bit of this, little bit of that, a lot of fence wrestling, a lot of clinching, a lot of pummeling. <laughs> I mean, Ariani was just yeah, yeah. grinding. Well, and that was the thing. I think that's why I I scored it for Nunes is because like Carne Lucy did get a takedown or there or three Correct. there, but didn't do much with them. And Nunes did score on Nothing her when they were separated. I wrote down that uh, Ariani was doing her best Deron win impression. You like that? You like yeah. that take? Duran Wynn kept it, kept his job because he didn't fight the other weekend. Do you know that? <laughs> we didn't talk about that. We should talk about that. Correct. No, we shouldn't talk about that. Correct. It, it was good kiaying also with the strikes. Easy rear naked choke finish in the end. Um, yeah, I, I did like that fight. I don't know why. Because of the fouling, maybe that was good. <laughs> what, what did you love? What did you love? Yeah, I mean, I think the fouling, like, like really. It, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, good. And, so we're, and we're at our we're at our most cynical yet most happy. No, it's like, it's like a bit of cheating, and that's <laughs> the, the wailing, that just just the pummeling, the clinching, and then just both like in sequence grabbing the fence and key speed and just so staying there, removing their hands from the fence. That was I, I like that. You you know. 
you know who who does some serious shouting when they throw a strike? Oh, but, but let, let's wait on that fight. That that fight needs more. Breakdown. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. Uh, we had Loopy Godinets, which I think Loopy is now my favorite. Loopy's name. back. I just want. I just want to say that that name, Loopy. Yeah, she's not back though. <laughs> I mean, she's back. Well, she never left. Days, but yeah, she never she left. She never left. She just lost, stayed at the apex. Lost the decision. Um, look, that that fight was just nothing. <laughs> at least, at least uh, Luana loves to dance while walking out. I liked her dance routine, but Morris, there's really, really nothing more to say about that fight. That was so, so boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just skip over that. Yeah, one. I didn't. Yeah, I skipped. It. Yeah. Now we have we had Ramasan MAF versus Danny Roberts. Look, how did you, how did you score that fight? You know what? I wasn't that entertained, so I didn't score shit. I don't even remember it. I do remember being very surprised by Chris Lee scoring at thirty twenty seven Roberts. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the stats of this fight, they, they do tell I, another story than the fight I itself. I wrote that down. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a pretty uneventful MMA striking affair, some uneventful grappling in between. Um, I mean, nothing you, you should you should watch, but maybe, maybe that is a, a tricky one to score. Um, you had MAF giving uh, Saldi Amato giving MAF rounds one and two, Winter giving rounds one and three to Roberts, and Chris Lee just thirty twenty seven. That shit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe something uh, um, aspiring judges can can go and take out their whiteboard, write something down. Maybe I saw I saw some some some. Twitter, Reddit, MMA shit about how the UFC needs to implement the open scoring, but I don't know that it would really it make a difference. Work. No, it what would well, make the difference? The difference is is only if some of the judges afterwards might have to explain why they scored a fight a certain way. And even then, look, even then, you will score a fight differently than the other person because it's like if if a fight gets close. Some things are really up to interpretation. We just have to learn to live with some wanky scorecards and some wanky, <laughs> yeah, like like the thirty, like, like the thirty twenty seven. That is that is wanky for me. I mean, yeah. why would you score it like that? It's it, that is <laughs> that is just a, a big fuck you to to <laughs> to MF. Well, all right. So I feel like some sort of a some sort of idiot prophet because of what I talked about with Harlovsky, um, his ability to make, to make people look bad. <laughs> wait, wait on that fight too, pal. What? Wait on that fight. Well, too. You, you're, what, you're, else, what could you have possibly loved besides that? Did you watch Nate Landwehr versus Ludovic Klein? Uh, I did. I mean, Anaconda jokes are always very fun. I called it a Darce cause I'm dumb, but, it, but you are right. Look, of I, Ludovic, Ludovic got taken apart piece by piece by Landwehr. With uh, he started to feel these punches more and more, and you just you see that he he tried to work through some more punches, but he just couldn't. He tried to go yes. for a double leg, couldn't finish it properly. He got he got like almost sprawled, and finished with an awesome textbook anaconda. That is like that. I love it because it's so MMA. You you pick someone apart with with the yeah. punches, uh, you you destroy the, him with the body shots. Then it, then maybe you take him down, or he gets taken down by himself with a Mackenzie yes. Dern style. Broke him, broke him <laughs> down. Yeah. 
I thought I thought Nate would charge in and get caught. I honestly did. It was it was really like when it when it became this like clinch fight breakdown. I was actually very impressed by Nate. Yeah. So also for for I don't this, like to say it, but yeah, for, it was. for for Landwehr, the same thing. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Of course. Now, pal, let's go into <laughs> my life be like. Oh shit. Mano Fioro versus Mayra Bueno Silva. Mano got the decision here, unanimous decision, 30-26. We go into that one as well. That is also some yeah. wanky stuff there. Wanky. 30-27, 30-27. Um, what is your take on that fight? Um, I... I the fir- one of the first things Furo does is Silva is trying to poke her in the face with the mummy guard, and mm-hmm. she just slaps that hand down and punches her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I just about fell out of my chair. I thought it was so great. Hilarious. Oh, it's like she literally like does the hand slap down and punches her with her other with her other hand. It was fantastic stuff. Hilarity. Uh, Furo. Uh, has some great, um, some great kias or or sh- just shouting as she throws. Maybe the best. No, no issues. Maybe no the issues. Best. Maybe the best. Okay. Um, does she need to go to the body, or can she just keep smashing people around their guard because she doesn't seem to get tired? No. So. That like, is, does it matter at that point it if is, she's not getting tired? It is so impressive. Yeah, she she does not get tired. That is very very impressive. Yeah, the I think I think she uses the the side kicks to the body and the body shots very well in order to open up the guard of her opponents a bit. But she doesn't use the like three to the body. She no. goes one two three up high always. every time. It's always two or three, but with with mono, um, up until the point where she licks blood and and sees that she can she can yes. finish well. That's the thing. It's just like she doesn't get tired, and the more she gets to hit you, the happier she becomes, I mean, and the yeah. more she hits you when she gets <laughs> happier. It's like a, it's almost like a like a Nate Diaz pitter patter, except with more kias. You know what I mean? Like maybe with a like 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 the Diaz brother pitter patter. All of a sudden, the jabs are really affecting you. Like, I want to see Furo in a five-round fight, dude. Of course, yes, That's what I want. absolutely. I Look. want to see how long she goes, and how I want to see how how her output stays over twenty-five minutes. I gave I, I gave the look the, the scoring. I mean, it's of course of course the first round is almost the whole fight. You can give to Mano based on effective keying. And in in the first round, sure. she had an awesomely timed sidekick well, that sent Bueno to the canvas. I love it. I mean, that's. That's that shows you how good her timing is. Besides her just moving forward and moving in all the time. Um, yes. Also, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, okay. There's two things about Silva that we need to talk about. Yes. Now. I have a pro tip for Myra. Okay. Pro tip one. It's it's good to uh, it's good to throw a bone to the thirst squad. That was a good move, and I really appreciated. Uh, when when we got we got flash just a little under boob and then as she was adjusting her top she tried to move out of the clinch and <laughs> <Yeah>. separate <laughs> yeah 
He had to thirst squat. That was fantastic. Almost. And the ref, the ref was like, no, 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 no. He can't, he can't get out of the clinch. Come back here. Yeah, the thirst squad almost got rewarded for their for their thirst, but it didn't happen quite quite that uh, much. And then and then like thing two, like t- like the pro tip is like if you're going to if you're going to clown around, you have to do it like Rude Boy. You have to throw back. Yes. You have to. You can't just get hit and then shake your head. It's no. not going to get you I, I wrote down the exact same thing. You will not win by just shaking your head after every exchange, telling her that it didn't hurt, that you showboated about not, uh, you're not getting hit. It, you can do that, and it's, it's, it's a good thing. It shows that you've got the heart and the soul to do it. But man, you need to... You need to generate something after that, and she didn't do that. Yeah, I am. I am recommending the hell out of this fight. I enjoyed it. Immensely. Yeah, respect to Myra Bueno. Not, not just not just hating on her, but staying in there, never never stopping the fight because the ten eight that dog. I think who gave it? I think Tony oh God, Weeks. Was it Crosby? Oh, no, no, Tony okay. Weeks gave a ten eight in round three to Monofior, which is insanity. And Myra, this in didn't round three. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think so. No, that's yeah, that's insanity. Fire look, that man. Look, I mean, it it was. I I people know that I'm high on on Monofuro. I think she has everything to be a champion. Like, oh it's, god, it's all there. This um, thing called her a contender in the post fight yeah, interview. Of course. I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, it's yeah. not. It was not her best performance. Um, it's always forward with her. I love it. It's full force for three rounds, which. Almost none, no fighter can can do. It's getting hit, not being faced by it, like not 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 turning away, not like oh my god, I, I can't take it anymore. It's like putting out a lot of volume, a lot of key eyes, which can she could tone down that a bit, but you can love or hate that. Nice ground control, full force ground and pound. I love everything about what she does. I think she could work a bit on her precision, work on some variability. Is that is that a word? Yeah. Of course, <laughs> very variety. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like, like if you're gonna, go, you're going up top one, two, three for like over and over and over again. Just throw, throw one to the liver. Yeah, throw one to the like, liver. It's right there. But with that, you know, that relentlessness, that that nastiness she has. It's dude. I loved it. It's all. It's all there for for you. And I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping she can she can take something out of that fight. Um, Myra stayed in there, which is good for Monofuro in the end. I think um, I, I love to see her again. That's uh, imagination land, really, really quick. Yeah, of course. Let's go. Let's go to say like okay, in the top fifteen. How about Andrea Lee? I mean, Andrea. That's Lee. not bad. Yeah. How about Andrea Lee? How about she fights Andrea Lee next? We'll I go. I'll go look and see if Andrea Lee is on. Is has got a fight booked yet? I think she 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 runs her out of that of there. It's like perfect. So that's <laughs> that's that's top thirteen, right? So let's let's get her in there and get her in the top fifteen, and then in the top ten, and then in the top five. Because I really don't want to call her a contender, Bisping. Sorry, no, that man. Is, it's more like it's. Oh, she's gonna fight Jessica I. So she can fight the winner of that, Jessica I, Andrea Lee. Did, yeah. did she? She beats like she she runs through Mother Fairy. No questions. Right, because the yeah, because just the violence. I cannot yeah. take the violence. Araujo cannot cannot strike with her. Calderwood is getting destroyed. 
That's what I that honestly Calderwood was my first thought. Calderwood would be a good fight. Like, but mm, I mean, she's and she's ranked six by the UFC. Yeah, that, that so is that's in, like that is that's you're just you're just fucking launching her at <laughs> at Shevchenko. At, are you it's telling like, me that are you telling me that Chukagin has any chance of staying in there <laughs> with that output uh, of, of fuel? No, no, no. Yeah, that's the thing. No. Like the the firefight is like Andrade. <laughs> you know? Andrade is the only is the only fight where you maybe would have. Murphy. And or maybe maybe Maya Subzer. Maybe Maya is a good fight. Andrade is a good fight. Maybe Arujo, but like the, the rest. As 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 you listeners have made, we may have we may have lingered here too long. You may yeah. have realized we actually really like Manon for. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's give <laughs> let's give Jim Jim give Miller. Jim Miller his due, man. I mean. He fought Eric Gonzalez, and he knocked him out in the second round. Um, Jim Miller has 38 fights in the UFC, which is in-fucking-sane. The how most is that, ever. How is that even fucking possible, man? How is it possible? 33-16 and 16 overall fight record. That dude is not even that destroyed, I think. First knockout since UFC 200. He had... Okay, he profited up on a, I think the sloppiest front kick ever. It wasn't. It isn't even a, a proper front kick attempt. It's like it's. It was so sloppy. Gonzalez like was leaning for all the way forward. His hands down. <laughs> His head was like left hand. Miller Miller KTFO Gonzalez profited up up on that mistake. But yeah, I'm that, I'm, that left hand could not miss. No. He was hitting him with it before then. And listen, <laughs> well, there's a couple things that are real. I, Jim Miller had had Lyme disease, didn't he? Or yeah, has something like Lyme this, disease? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And fought through that in the UFC. Has been fighting in the UFC since pre 2011, I think. Before you no, were born, Luke. Before I was born. Before I even knew what an MMA was. There is, this dude has been fighting. <laughs> yeah, there there is another. How is that even fucking possible? Part two. What's Arlo- that? Arlovsky versus Felipe. Yes. You 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 yes. started the your thought like half an hour ago with uh, how is Andre <laughs> Arlovsky even? How is he doing it? Making people look so bad. <laughs> I, and and I, I said. I guess I have been saying it since the Tanner Bozer fight, at least with uh, Arlovsky, is like if you you can't you can't ever think you are winning on the judges' scorecards, even if you even if I think you are, because Arlovsky makes you look so bad. You have to you have to do it like Tom Aspinall did it, drive forward and knock this dude down and make him look unequivocally worse than you. Yes, because, because if you're letting him hang out, he's going to make you look like shit. He's Tanner going Bozer to, did it. Felipe did it. Someone else did it too. I forget who. He is going um, to hang out. If you invite Andrelovsky to hang at your place, he will hang at your place. He will hang at your place and everyone will like him more than you. <laughs> he, will, he will not go He will out. come to your party and show you up. And he will stay Carlos there. Felipe. He will stay there, like 
forever. If you don't if you don't kick him out, he will stay there forever. It it was look the fight wasn't good. Look it's tactical rounds in one and two. It's nothing to write home about. You had heavyweight <laughs> fight for three rounds. I mean oh oh, oh yeah oh. The, no this like this co main and main man like no this oh, is no. like I went I went to get takeout. I went I ordered my takeout. I walked around the block a couple times waiting for it, and I watched this fight on mute on my phone because it's like. You know, I know what's going to happen. I feel like an of idiot course. prophet. Of course. Look, Hel- Arlovsky has the most heavyweight wins in UFC history and fourth most wins overall, which is it's something to say about the quality of the heavyweight division that people can't get him out of there. I also think that he grew back his chin. He had a, a huge beard. Of, of course, that helped. But how he, mm-hmm. how he's doing it, because he got hard, hit hard sometimes with with some shots of, of Felipe. But yeah, don't watch this fight. Just, just be in just awe. Know. Of Andre just know. Just be in awe of Andre Arlovsky and my own idiot, idiot uh, prophecies, prophecies that come true. Pal, Norma Dumont versus Aspen Ladd. Luke. Yeah, we can we can skip this. Now, but one. help Sorry. me out here. <laughs> help me out here. We have. Let's talk about Jim Miller more. Jim no. Miller's been fighting in the UFC <laughs> oh, since yeah. 2008. It's insane. We have some coaching controversies to talk about. I oh, oh shit! Because, because <laughs> right, otherwise, okay. all right, all right. Otherwise, let me tell you the story of my night. My night, <laughs> I got, I, I skip, I got my takeout food, and I drove it home, and then I got to my house, and 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 three rounds were about in the books. I caught like the last minute of round three, and I watched Aspen Lad walk to her corner on mute while I ate my pupusas and my tacos, and uh, I knew she was losing. I didn't know why. I just knew it. And then I watched the rest on mute, and I was like, Norma Dumont has to have won that fight. And then I saw Norma Dumont's hand get raised, and I just laughed and turned my phone off and went back to eating food. Because that's how much I cared about this fight. Giving somebody the main event two weeks after they blow their weight. Yes, I know. I'm an idiot. I thought it was at 135, and I was perplexed. Yeah, it doesn't but then matter. it was at 145, and it still doesn't matter because you shouldn't have given her the main event. The fight, but man, I did feel a little bad for her after I watched the replay of the coach in the corner just oh breaking her the fuck down. Uh, look, the fight gave us nothing. I have, I have not no. learned anything about either of these fighters. Also, Norma Dumont was too happy about this performance. After <laughs> too happy because he had a he had the timid movement by Lad. Her feet were glued to the ground. She was not moving sideways, just lunging into like half-hearted takedown attempts, which all resulted only in clinches. It was quite frankly, it was not a good fight from both. But we have these coaching controversies now. We talked about some of them. Um, I mean, I don't want to go into that too much because in the end, you can you can think whatever you want about how people coach their fighters. Some fighters need it one way, some fighters need it the other way. I'm always of the opinion that if you coach one of your fighters, tell them what they could do. <laughs> like, help them out. Like, tell tell Aspen to be a bit more agile. Tell Aspen to set up her takedown attempts with strikes. Tell her something she could she could use. If you just tell her that she has lost all the rounds, which was correct, and you tell her, please move Please do something. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe, <laughs> but I mean, like we've lingered. You know, we've lingered. Listen, 
go to the UFC rankings page and look at the women's featherweight rankings. I am. Oh, wait, you can't. There are none. Correct. That's how much this fight matters. <laughs> All right. It's like Nunez is going to go defend the 135 belt against uh, Juliana Pena, I think. Yeah. Soonish. For example. And uh, they should either Kayla Harrison save us. Let's just let's just say that. Kayla. Kayla, Kayla please save you- us. Please. You earn so much money in PFL, please. You can you can fight for free as an amateur in the UFC and save the 145 division. Do it, do it for us, Kayla, please. We need you. Um okay, we've lingered too long on this UFC card because now Yes. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. <laughs> kickboxing <laughs> business. Yes. One first strike. <laughs> I mean, that was an, look. Look what Jotri has Jotri, please, please do this again. <laughs> he, Jotry I think, done I think, it. I think has Jotry, made you care. I think Jotri put together the best kickboxing card in ages. It was also, I mean, look, awesome to see a light show, big screens with animations, power metal walkouts, yep. volcanoes, fireworks. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we even doing UFC in this apex bullshit? Like. I know. Even Bellator having the ramp, man, it's just like so better. It is so, so much, much better. better. It's like Corey Anderson getting booed and thumbs down as he walks out. Come on, it's, it's insanity. It's also just just a short thing. It was kickboxing in the cage. Yeah, um, the, the the online hate for hate kickboxing it. in the cage was insane because it looked awesome <clears> to <throat> me. So fuck the haters, man. I don't hate it. I like it. Kickboxing in a cage, it 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 changes the the dynamics a bit. It's round, so you ha- you don't have corners to put someone in. But did it? I mean, who hates on it just because they are? Oh, I'm used to having a a ring there. No, I mean, cut that. No. Get lost. Fuck, fuck the purists. Fuck also, the conservatives. <laughs> try new things. Try new things. It worked. Thank you, Chachi, for yeah. this awesome event. We had Patrick. Thank you, Chachi. Patrick Big Swiss Schmidt. Oh, buddy. Versus yeah. Rade Opacic. Big Swiss looks small, man. That dude was huge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look. Schmidt, Schmidt started well. He got good one-two and low kicks. Um, good Sh- power. But but Opacic was countering well with body shots and head kicks. Uh, he also double jabbed, which is he, and and then he hurt he hurt Patrick early with liver shots, and uh, Patrick never recovered. And I, I he was trying to I, protect the hurt liver and opened up for the high kick for that. And Schmid he showed a lot of heart surviving the first round, did. but was knocked down and counted on four four times. So four times in that one rule set seals the deal, dude. I wanted a towel after the first round. Yeah, he was, he kinda, was kind of wanted. I, I kind of feel like Big Swiss got done a little dirty by his corner there. If you could have a talk with uh, the folks and yeah, say, it's know, like, hey, like he's going to get beat that bad. He doesn't need to go back out there for more, man. Schmidt had, had a cryptic message on his Instagram afterwards. I think she, he wasn't healthy or something like that. But mm. it's the second time he lost now. So I hope he gets an opponent. In or uh, who who allows him to to get a bit back into the game because he he made his comeback because he uh, he got his his opponent changed he made his MMA debut like a year ago or something I don't even know maybe it was yeah he fought Rug Rug for his debut right and then he has his first kickboxing fight in two years against a good very very good opponent so 
Dudester. Kiria versus Ow. Enrico Kale. This fucking fight. That was a fucking firefight. 10 out of 10 banger. I will. This is the best fight of the weekend. Of course. This was the coolest thing I have seen because you made me watch it in a long ass time. And we have not even talked about Dana White's Tuesday Night Dancing with yeah, the Stars oh, yet. We have to go into Dana These Night two <laughs> fucking guys put up their guards, marched forward, pushed their forearms on each other, and then just started swinging. Yeah, like they, they I built, couldn't believe it. Yeah, they built this the, the quarterfinal, whatever, and who the fuck cares, mate? Inject. I couldn't believe it into my veins. They started off with a dick kick. I love it. I mean, of Kale, course, Kale was framing right in the face of Kiria, and he had beautiful combinations. Like for example, he jabbed, mid kicked, and then jabbed low inside kicked, which is like it's so insane to watch that level of kickboxing after you watch only MMA. It, it, Kicking the rear leg, smashing the body. Fresh, just, fresh air for me. Kale got knocked I down. Was, he got knocked down with a straight backhand twice. Three knockdowns. Fight was over. But the, if you watch one fight this weekend, it's Kiria versus Enrico Kale. Awesome. These guys, like everything about kickboxing, I thought I know. These dudes were just like, nah, fuck that. We're going to fuck each other up. Yeah, and we, have, we had Sami Sana versus Chingis Alasov. Uh, they also, it's another quarterfinal. Who the fuck cares, mate? Let's fucking go. Sana was hit hard with the with one of the first punches. I think he broke something in his face. Ides, Ides yes. Richard. Maybe, yes. Yeah, maybe it was a question mark kick, but, but the straight question body mark shot kick sealed. to the orbital. Yeah, sure, straight. The straight body shot sealed the deal. Awesome fight Santa well. was like Santa was like stepping away, trying to wave it off, and the ref was like, yeah, nah, you're going to get fucked up more. And, and then Alasov just bodied him. You had City Chai versus Ochkan quarterfinal business again could not care less man of these tournaments but <laughs> city chai's legs are ridiculous size and speed but that's a, it's it's bonkers it's it's a pretty even fight very good boxing by ochgan good kicking by city chai it's a classic um like thai versus a a westerner thing i think personally ochgan should have gotten this one he blocked a lot of the shots of city chai also had good counter striking um so Let's take it to the board. Chatri. Then, are you, are you still there, Luke? Or are you so in I'm awe? still here. <laughs> are you so in I'm awe? I'm still here. Kickboxing? That's as far as I got on this okay. card. We had Sauer. Andy well, Sauer, except for the highlight. Andy but, Sauer versus yeah. Marat Grigorian. Uh, for, for people who don't know, Sauer is a kickboxing legend. His, his fighting style, especially his body shots and low kicks, and of course his spats he wore in his K1 Max days, will forever be iconic. He's also a shoot, shoot boxer. I'm not sure if this fight was necessary for, for him at almost 40 years old. I'm not sure what he wanted to achieve with this one. And then uh, matching him up against Marat Grigorian is, is borderline cruelty. And Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, they like, Grigorian's very good, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> one of the very best to ever do it. And Sauer was, look, Sauer would still look fast and snappy and good against lesser opponents, which is astonishing for me. But man, Gregorian is just another level at this point and I'm not getting this matchup. And Sauer was eating a lot of unblocked shots on his lead leg, like over and over again. You, sh you should watch that fight and see how many times um, Gregorian hit his his knee and, and the lower side of his knee. Um... I think the replay shows that Sauer fucked up his foot or he was cough kicked and got some nerve damage or whatever. 
um, maybe before, and he got clipped straight as well. So 24 years for Sauer, it might be it for him. Shootboxing never die. Awesome fight as well, but mm. not, not quite getting it. And then the main event of the night, you had Superbond. Panchamek versus Giorgio Petrosian. Giorgio this not... is the highlight, the highlight that made the rounds. Yeah, all all every everyone was talking about this. And Giorgio has not lost in kickboxing since 2013, where he got KO'd with, with an uppercut by Risti. Um 104 wins versus two losses. <laughs> Superbon, that, that is a tie tie. Uh, record and uh, Superbon has 111 wins and that is insanity in a cage there. And of course, Petrosian is one of is considered one of the best kickboxers to ever do it. And but but even before this event, Superbon was considered one of his toughest matchups. Uh, pundits were right, I guess, because yeah, damn, they they were right. <laughs> Superbon's camp said they saw that Petrosian has a tendency to drop his left guard a bit too low and mid-kick and a roundhouse kick sequence straight to the chin, Petrosian might still be asleep. Yeah. It is iconic. It is not It is not, not, not a, a combination or a KO that is like, wow, I've never seen something like this, but it's the weight of this win and the weight of, of Petrosian getting knocked out is something uh, which nobody actually expected in that way. So, uh, if you do one thing in your life, watch one first strike. It's on YouTube. Then you Easy can, to get to. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube for free. And then you can mm-hmm. die happily. I'm so happy I can die happy because <laughs> I watch this. Yeah. It's fantastic. We, we have, well, I mean, look, <laughs> we have to go into Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. Season five, week seven. I will. I will give you the quick. Yes. The, the quick uh, take. Give it to me. There was some. There was some drama at, <clears throat> at the UFC executive office. These after, wimps. These wimps. <laughs> after Jake Hatley's trying desperately to make weight and misses, he uh, apparently had some words with the ex with the executive team. And uh, they decided you just can't talk to us that way. These poor Dana, don't, babies. Don't give him, don't give him a contract, Dana. These and then he got babies, a jaw man. crush. He got a jaw crush. Guy tapped out. Jesus, what a jaw crush it was! You could see the guy get more and more pained. And then, uh, and then Dana looks at looks at Laura Sank and says, "They told me I couldn't give him a give him a contract, but I I got to give him a contract after he misses weight." After he talks some shit to uh, Shelby or whoever he yeah, talked yeah. to, the, these, these poor, the poor executive babies. You had you had Mitch Raposo versus Jake oh, Hadley. We're talking about, and we we remember Mitch Raposo from the Ultimate Fighter. Where, well, you remember him from the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> he stood out by complaining and moaning about Ortega for the whole season. They, either they did him dirty, or the, the the editing team did him dirty, or he just was really like only complaining and. Uh, Hadley is is a problem. I think I've I've seen I've seen his his run at Cage Warriors and was already impressed. But man, this dude has nasty nasty striking and awesome defense. He he does something I learned <coughs> uh, with my short stints at the Dog Brothers. <laughs> it's called we we called it a Dracula defense, and you should watch it. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely awesome. He he puts up his elbow like 
in front of his eyes or something like that. And um, he blocks a lot of the punches there. And then his grappling is insane too. He's, he's aggressive. He wants to make stuff happen. He works for things to open up. And dude looked like an absolute wizard on the ground. And methodically working from from a like position to position to the classic naked joke. And Raposo didn't, didn't start to fight the hands early enough. And Choke was under the chin for so long. Um, Jake Hadley also has some power, I guess, and that was an awesome fucking fight, man. Maybe, maybe that's yep. the fight of the of the weekend. I'm not sure. Maybe both of them are. No, no, the the fight of no, it was the it was one. It was, yeah, I, I was impressed no. by. Jake Listen, Hadley. we got three contracts. Dana Dana does not even attempt to not be hypocritical anymore. It's <laughs> just shameless. It's so funny now because it's like, oh, you gotta. You got to make weight, and I know I say you got to make weight, and you're never going to get in if you don't make weight. Yeah, but we got to get Hatley in, and then yeah. immediately, oh yeah, and Martin Dubai, I need heavyweights. He's in, and then uh, Budai, and then uh, immediately, less than a minute later, oh well, yeah, you know, I really like Rodrigue. Looked really good. Too bad he missed weight. Can't you know? You got to make weight to get in. It doesn't 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 matter, man. It, it, you, it, I think. You had a women's fight there. Maria Silva should have gotten the contract too because she beat Pop Rocky. Was very, oh, very totally like yes, this the, what she will be in. Sometimes. She, you know, and, and the only reason she didn't get it is because it's because uh, Dana Dana White and Jesus both love starchings. I mean, of you course. know, they like chaos. You got to get the chaos, dude. And she did kind of take her foot off the gas a little bit. We had it's fair. We had she should have finished that. We had Martin Budai from Slovakia versus Lorenzo. Yeah, Wood. and look. Martin Budai is a fucking unit barrel chested fucking <laughs> weapon man. And some look, there are some mean <laughs> fucks living in that part of Europe, and so watch out, you fucking Americans, man. <laughs> Seriously. No eye poke though. They they they, they called it or they, they thought it was an eye poke in the first um when Lorenzo Hood got a lot of time recovering, but it was just a normal punch. Oh dude. He this could, fight had the knees to the thighs. Yes. He could not knee separate. to thigh finish. Yeah, he could not separate um, from Budai, uh, which I think that was a good game plan implemented by him. Um, and he need Hood to a TKO victory. Awesome fight. Crazy. Well. So I think that that contract was very well deserved, and I'm 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 excited to see what Budai can do in in the heavyweight. And it's yeah. I think it's quite fitting that we're ending this podcast with a small talk about Slava Klaus. Vyacheslav Borchev versus Chris Duncan. Give me... Do you remember anything wait, about this? Wait. Wait. Yes. All I, all I, have, I don't even remember it. Oh, um, but... It, except my notes say this fight's the best. Yes. Rolling Thunders. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently I need to rewatch it. It... it that's what ha- that's what happens when it's, it's Tuesday and we're recording this on Sunday morning, and uh, is completely down the memory hole unless something dramatic and stupid happens, like Dana giving a contract to someone missing weight. First of all, Borchev is a happy camper. He is <laughs> he's so happy and so relaxed. And then, then man, you fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Borchev has super fast and crisp punching he he's downing chris duncan with kicks to the ribs he has nice takedown defense he has nice head kicks he jabs and moves right in and out of range 
and in and out of love. <laughs> he has good implementation of the calf kicks. He alternated calf kicks inside and outside. And the eye of Duncan was, was gone after the first. And then love that Vyacheslav Borshev controlled himself not to H-bomb poor Duncan. Um, after KOing him with a perfectly timed left hook, he punched him to the jaw. Duncan, uh, same as, as a fight we talked before, he moved in carelessly, carelessly, I think is the word. Mm-hmm. But he also was compromised as well. So Faber, who is the trainer of Slava Klaus, was happy. <laughs> Slava <laughs> Klaus was happy. <laughs> Happiness all over this fight. So, Dude. like, three fights out of these out of these Dana White Contender Series fights were awesome as fuck, man. Dude, the the bone the bonus loved section of Dana White's contenders now is uh, Uriah Faber being there for the last two weeks, yeah. just like giving Dana back rubs whenever his fighter wins and telling him <laughs> to sign him is just the funniest it's fucking the thing I've seen in a while. Slava, oh, it's great. Slava Klaus making a a, a small karaoke style performance, singing his his um his children's uh, Santa Claus song. It's like. It's the best, man. It's very, it's very good. These these guys doing this, and then like the the duelist doing his duelist dance, or the Brazilian guy doing uh basically a Chippendales impression outside the cage on the ramp, of course, or like whatever. Because it, be, you get no walkout, you get no uh, music, you get no interview until you get to the back with Laura Sank. Be as memorable as possible and get some immediate Instagram and Twitter followers for Dana to want to sign you. You know what I mean? I was really surprised when the dude who who was starting shit with Sean Strickland in the back didn't get signed so that he could fight Strickland. I mean, yes, Um, that would be a no-brainer. Because that that was a no-brainer. But Shelby was maybe already crying because of the mean things that Hadley told him, so... That's possible. Look, let's say one first strike and Dana White, Houston, I contend the series fights made my week and it was an awesome fight week. And I hope next week will be be as good as this one. I mean, (laughs) can't be any better, man. It was fucking great. I'm I'm almost as, uh, look, I hope that one day I am as happy as Slava Klaus is. Maybe you should watch Cage Warriors tomorrow morning and then maybe you'll be as happy. Age Warriors California Dreaming. Maybe, but like, yeah. Awesome fight week. And that's, I think that's it for the podcast, man. I'm going to make you open some cards. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Five packs right now. We'll open some cards and then uh, we'll be back next week. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, MMA Love Podcast. And please um, tell your friends about us. Your significant yeah. others, your enemies. Like, share, subscribe. Your listen to the neighbor. podcast on your way home from hikes. R- rate us. Give us five star ratings only. Review us. Uh, we got our first review on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We talk too much. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's very good. Imagine, really imagine good. that. I love imagine it so that. <laughs> if you want the bonus, the bonus card opening content, because we just don't have time for cards on the podcast, go to. Find the uh, find me on Instagram or just search for MMA Love. Yeah, I'll, read, uh, I'll retweet YouTube your and tweets. You should find it. We'll, we'll find you it. You retweet my tweets that I don't tweet. I'll tweet them. I'll I'll re repost your Instagram stories. I love it. Perfect. So up until Perfect. next week. 
Bye bye. Wanky, wanky scorecards. Wanky scorecards. <laughs>